0: Whether we like it or not, we all make mistakes. Yes, even you, as brilliant as you are, as long as you're living, giving, and achieving, you have and will continue to make mistakes. But unfortunately, sometimes these mistakes that we make can haunt us for a very long time, causing us to blame ourselves and beat ourselves up over and over and over again. In today's episode of Happy Without Medicine, I'm going to share on some practical ways you can learn to forgive yourself for some of those past mistakes that you can't seem to put behind you and let go of. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Happy Without Medicine, and I'm your host, Dr. Yuandi, a medical doctor, therapist, and a fierce advocate for your happiness. My mission here is simple, to help professional women just like you create a life you're excited to wake up to. It's time to make the happiness you feel on the inside match the success others see on the outside. Let's get started. About a week ago, I woke up and for some reason, the memory of something I had done a couple of years ago came to mind. A family member had asked me for some help and their request was something I was really very uncomfortable with doing. It crossed all sorts of boundaries and instead of saying no outright, I somehow just went through something I truly wish I had not done. And last week, the memory of that event was weighing heavily on my mind, even years later. Okay, to give you some context, I'm someone who does not love making mistakes. I mean, yes, I get mistakes are inevitable, but yeah, I would rather not. (laughs) I'm the first of four siblings, and I'm one of the oldest amongst many cousins. I also grew up in a Nigerian household which meant that I was constantly reminded of how I needed to be a good example to my aburos, my younger ones, and this was a responsibility I took very seriously. I was the type of child that when I was 14, for example, I would call my parents across the Atlantic when I was in boarding school crying because I didn't come first in track and field. Or I can't figure out how to play my violin elegantly the way the other kids do. Okay, please save your judgments because you know you're the same way too. (laughs) Okay, maybe you're not that extra, but you get it, right? Obviously, I'm way more mature now than I was when I was 14. But I say all that to say that I have fairly high expectations of myself. So when the memory of that event with the family member came up, I started to beat myself up. As I was getting myself ready for work, I was getting the kids ready for work, I was telling myself things in my head like, how could you have been so careless? Now you've compromised your integrity. You've compromised your future. You've compromised your potential for success. This is going to impact your family negatively. I mean, I went in on myself and it felt awful. Have you had similar experiences? Whether, like me, it's a boundary that was crossed in a relationship, or a mistake you made at work, or maybe it's something you said that you wish you hadn't, or something you didn't do that you wish you had, I'm sure there's a memory of a past mistake that makes you feel bad about yourself and often might pop up out of nowhere. So girl, I'm here to tell you today that it's time to forgive yourself and let it go. And so in this practical part of the episode, I'm going to give you one mindset shift that will help you. Actually, a few weeks ago, I was facilitating a group therapy session and one of the participants was beating herself up for not learning about the strategies we were teaching her when she was much younger. She felt like she had wasted her life and was so upset at herself for not seeking help sooner. This shift in mindset is what I shared with her and as I did so, I could see the weight of guilt lifting off her shoulders and so I thought I'd share it with you too. And it's this, I want you to remember this. In the moment when you made the decision that you made, you were making the best decision with the information that you had at the time. Looking back, it's so easy to say, that this was the obvious decision to make. Why didn't you choose this path? But at the time, you made your decision by weighing all the factors and doing what you thought and felt was best. Hindsight, of course, is always 2020. I'll often hear mom say something like, I just knew my baby girl was sick. I should have spoken up to the doctor sooner. I should have advocated harder. Or I'll hear colleagues say, I knew that patient was having a brain bleed or a heart attack. I should have done the LP. I should have sent them for more cardiac investigations. But really, is that really true? Did you really know what was going on? Because if you knew, if you knew that your baby girl was that sick, you would have advocated harder. You would have brought the building down until someone took you seriously. If you knew that your patient was having something more serious than what you had decided the decision you had made, you would have investigated them until you found the problem. But the fact is you didn't know you didn't know, listen to me closely. It's not fair to judge the version of yourself three years ago, three months ago, or even three days ago based on the insight, the knowledge, and the wisdom that you have today. It's not fair. You have more insight now. You have more knowledge now. You have more information now to be able to look back and say, okay, yeah, this would have been a better decision. But in that time, you were making the best decision that you knew how to in that moment. If it helps, you might want to think about talking to yourself in those moments when the memories of these decisions come up again. Think about talking to yourself the way a compassionate friend would talk to you. Oftentimes, we have this dialogue going on in our minds. Imagine that In addition to the voice that's beating you down, you had a more compassionate voice or the voice of a loving coach if you played sports as a child or the voice of a wise mentor. What would they say to you as you stand there calling yourself irresponsible or even stupid or shameful? Better yet, how would you talk to someone you cared so deeply about if they came to you with the weight of something that they had done in the past, what would you say to them? It's time for us to learn how to talk to ourselves with more kindness, with more compassion, and with more understanding. Sometimes I'll even recommend that you pull up a chair in front of you and imagine the version of yourself from two years ago, you talking to that version of yourself with kindness, with compassion, forgiving her and giving her the permission to let go of the mistakes that she may have made and just reminding her that she was doing the best that she knew how in that given moment. Like I said, this is a mindset shift that I shared with one of my patients and I could feel how relieved she was hearing those words and I hope that they also give you a sense of relief and release that you may have been looking for particularly with certain situations that keep coming up as memories of a mistake. So to end this episode with a quote, it's one by Maya Angelou that really moved me when I read it and it says, you forgive yourself for every failure because you are trying to do the right thing. God knows that and you know it, nobody else may know it. And so I want to remind you to forgive yourself, girl, you're trying to do the right thing. And remember that I'm here always fiercely advocating for your happiness. I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Yuan on the Happy Without Medicine podcast this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give it a review on Apple Podcast because it helps Happy Without Medicine pop up when other women are searching for ways to find their happiness again. And visit happywithoutmedicine.com to view the complete show notes and other resources mentioned in today's episode. I'll catch you next time.